Hello, I'm Amy Stevenson, and this is The Human CEO. In each episode, we'll be meeting with CEOs and senior leaders to understand their approach to leadership, the challenges they faced, and how they overcame them. We'll also be asking what they feel it takes to be a great leader. Expect change, but it's all about small changes every day. Set yourself a goal, but understand getting to that, achieving that goal will be a bumpy ride. As long as you believe in yourself and you maintain that, and every day you do something towards achieving that goal, then you'll be fine. Welcome to The Human CEO. I'm your host, Amy Stevenson, and today I'm joined by Luke Aubridge. Luke's the Chief Executive Officer of Fuse Universal, a learning and development platform which helps businesses drive performance. Luke's passionate about helping innovative tech businesses to grow and reach their full potential. Prior to joining Fuse, Luke held C-level roles at scaling MarTech and FinTech companies like Yieldify, Red Deer and Maximizer. With over 25 years of experience, Luke joins us today to share his insight as a leader and a human CEO. Hi Luke, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you. It's been it's lovely to be on this. So thank you. Thanks for sparing the time for me as well. Likewise, likewise. I'm looking forward to it. So can you tell us a little bit about your organization, the organization that you lead, please, and what you are working towards, please? Yeah, so Fuse, I suppose the easiest way to think of it is flipping the way that learning's happened the last 10, 20, 30 years, very much course-driven um, methodologies that we have across many company, big L&D departments across uh, the world. Ours is very much flipping that in terms of being having knowledge at point of need. When you really need to do your job, where do I find that piece of information? If you do courses, you tend to forget that information within one month. Ours is really about driving performance and giving you the knowledge when you need it. So it's all about frequent engagement on our platform, collaboration, user-generated content, not necessarily going to have content from libraries. The best best usage and the best readerships you get are from content that's made by people within your company. So it's taking the best from your best performers within your company and helping uh, dissipate and transfer that knowledge across the whole of your company. Normally, the companies we deal with are very large companies or enterprise type companies. So you can see the benefit of our platform, the larger or the more employees within the company. Absolutely. Fantastic. And so you've been chief exec now for just over two years, just coming up for two yeah, years. That's a, yeah, over two years. Yes, I joined a COO. Uh, mm-hmm. This is my fourth tech startup. So I've had a couple of other CEO roles, but I joined a COO to support the founder. Uh, yeah, and then moved into that role yeah, just over two years ago. Fantastic. And and as the, the leader of that type of organisation, what kind of challenges are you up against at the moment? Well, it's interesting. Uh, we had one of, the, one of the big ones is actually the move from working uh, from a fully office bound company to now being virtually fully remote. That's mm-hmm. that's brought with its challenges. Obviously, we use our platform quite a lot for collaboration, learning, and communication. I think that's one of the challenges, getting that message across really hearts and minds. I think most people communicate in six, seven different ways. So it's not just your body language, it's how you talk. So that face-to-face uh, interaction is really important. So we, we spend a lot of time uh, trying to get the guys into the office at least once or twice a week to spend time. But that's been one of the challenges of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the exciting things is it's really brought the market towards us, that hybrid working, that need to be able to collaborate, share knowledge, get get knowledge at point of need, uh-huh. um, means that there's a big demand for our, our, our platform and our product. 
fantastic brilliant and, and and in terms of the 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 platform are you seeing that the shift to more re- remote working is yeah. supporting that because you've got so my biggest biggest concern about the the change in the world of work is the early careers people that don't have that knowledge that don't have you know the things that you pick up by osmosis when you're just early in a career or you're just starting with an organization yeah. i would imagine fuse is solving some of those challenges is it yeah exactly and it's really been i mean the genesis of the whole company was a, a fuse school which is a super successful charity that helps um uh, transfer or give knowledge to any child around the world whatever country they may be in gives them access to the uk uh education curriculum so those are kids that are used to or children that are used to using tiktok or youtube they're used to that using their mobile to get information so at point of need mm-hmm. so for us um it really appeals to the younger or not the younger generation those that are more tech savvy and they want and have to use their mobile for their job mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so uh, that's the whole world. The way the world is that's the way the world is changing at the moment as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and your journey into leadership. Can you tell us a bit about how that happened? So, I'd obviously, had a little look at your LinkedIn profile, and I can see an economics and geography degree. Yeah, and then and then to the tech startups. How what what was that journey like? Was well, that I was really lucky. I was, it's so lovely to talk about yourself because I don't often do. <laughs> so. Um, uh, I suppose what leadership for me is is empathy, connecting, and then driving respect from the individuals that you work with, that they will follow you and respect what um, direction that you're happy to be taking them in. So my journey was um, I was uh, audit initially because I'm an accountant by trade, and then I went to Accenture for 10 years. And it's amazing the human, the way they, they look up their human capital is the most important part of the business. So they really invest in you. And I think this, I worked with the CFO, really fortunate to work with the CFO and CEO at Accenture, even though I was like relatively junior at the time. And they, they gave me the confidence, said, look, Luke, you want, you'll be one of the future leaders at Accenture. You've got all those attributes that you understand about stewardship, mm-hmm. making sure that you pay it forward in terms of um, when you want to drive your teams. So it came, that gave me the confidence. There was all, you know, like anything, I was lucky enough, I school I managed to captain a few things and that's getting people to believe believe in what you're doing and how you're driving a team so I had in the back of my mind I had that but I wasn't an academic wasn't really academic but I knew I could win hearts and minds of people because it was about integrity trust and and transparency so that gave me that that essentially gave me the sort of confidence if you like to know yeah I can lead I can lead departments I can lead companies and that turned into companies um Mm -hmm that journey fantastic and do you think then there are i mean you mentioned empathy integrity transparency do you think there are certain characteristics that all leaders need across the board how would you define a great leader ultimately everything comes down to how do i interact with my friend how my friends my family outside work all of those you're you're at work 50 60 70 hours a day 70 hours a week if you cannot have that um, can't be true to yourself, then you're never going to have people that will follow you and lead you into whatever direction you want to take them. So for me, it has to be transparency. I have to be as transparent. I mean, obviously, I cannot divulge everything, but I can be as transparent as I can or as a, as much as possible. And then integrity is about I will follow up and I will be true to my word. And so when someone, when I say something at work, people know that I'm, I, I really mean that and that they have to have mm-hmm. to understand 
um, where, what direction or what piece, what task that, that individual might need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and where does that come from? Where does that appreciation of leadership come from? Where does that leadership style come from? Was there an experience or a piece of advice that someone gave you in the past? Or is it just learned oh, through My process? God, that could go back deep in time. Like, okay. um, I suppose a lot, I suppose the individuals I respected when I was growing up were those that um, could, could explain the feelings about why they are doing something and describe why they want you to follow them in not necessarily into battle i was thinking but into a into a decision or helping them helping them make you understand about their decision making process so i suppose it, it must have come through in school and childhood um you know there's experiences that you go through there that, uh-huh. that sort of mold you as an individual yeah, absolutely. But not, not one springs to mind that you sort of thought. Oh, well, okay, was, I, I thought it was exceptional leader and she, she was CFO at Accenture and I worked closely with her. She was became like one of the top business women in America. And I thought she had great attributes where she really listened. So uh-huh. one of the things was about using your ears. And it sounds the most obvious thing, the same ratio as your mouth. So two, you know, mm-hmm. two, you should be listening twice as much as using your mouth. So, um, I think she was an inspirational individual uh, for me. Fantastic. And and in terms of sort of advice that you might offer to someone, so someone that's maybe at the stage that you were when you joined Accenture, is there advice that you would offer to aspiring leaders? Are there any sort of, if I knew then what I know now? Moments? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never stop learning. You will never have, everything will always be a work in progress. Expect change, but it's all about small changes every day. So my advice is always... It's very well to set yourself a goal, but understand getting to that, achieving that goal will be a bumpy ride. As long as you believe in yourself and you maintain that and every day you do something towards achieving that goal, then you'll be fine. The other thing about leadership is um, is listening, as I mentioned before. Most important is, is listening, not just hearing. A lot of people hear words. It's actually listening. So to understand what that person's position is. And a lot of the time, it's never black and white. It's normally grey. Set yourself a direction, and normally there's a fr- it oscillates between that direction that you're going. So don't be too hard on yourself in terms of um, achieving the exact goal that you set yourself at. Yes, that is good advice. That's really good advice. And and so you mentioned the um, previous manager in a previous role that was influential, but are there other leaders, past or present, famous or otherwise, that are you? Particularly- well, that's a great question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's funny. I over the years and years, years, I have great advisors that I work with, amazing chairmen, amazing business people. But mm-hmm. I think of leaders and Jacinda Arden, who's the New Zealand Prime Minister, I think, mm-hmm. exception, showed exceptional leadership um, in COVID, stuck to her guns, but did it in a very empathetic way in terms of New Zealand and how they work there. Mm-hmm. And she has the admiration um, of her people, but she really, and McKenzie Consulting Group, used to analyze like leaders across the business and her key attribute is kindness kindness isn't a form of weakness it's actually a form of strength so what she does is she shows that she can uh, be super tolerant but then be be firm and strong with that so i find she's an exceptional leader and, she, and again she listens and new zealand's grown significantly and is probably one of the most admired countries in the world in terms of its um democracy it's human rights and uh, it's economic power for relatively small countries. So, so for me, she's pretty inspirational. Leader. 
great example great example thank you for that and and the other thing that i always like to ask is in terms of content that you're consuming whether that's a book or a podcast or webinars are there are there books or content that you have either been inspired by or that you're particularly enjoying at the moment and think will be useful for other people to well i'm going to be totally honest but like uh and i know we mentioned at the beginning of the call um for me, I do read fiction because I think it's really important to detach. But there is a, there's one book I'm reading at the moment um, called Atomic Habits. And I mentioned before, it's about incremental change every day by James Clear. Mm-hmm. And it's about how I can make these small changes every day to reach a goal. A lot of people think, oh, I need to give up smoking. I'll give up today. And normally that's reaped in failure. So what you should be doing is gradually transitioning away from smoking. Or if you want to change your diet, gradually transition. There's small changes that you do every day. And you look at the most successful sports teams or businesses, they make very tiny changes every day, but it's on a journey to a goal. Um, A little bit like Matt Hayton, it always starts with the long march, always starts with the first step. Uh And, And then fiction, just pure escapism, I'm, I'm trying to trying to teach myself to read all some of the great authors because uh, everyone because you could you could spend twenty thousand of your lives trying to read all the all the amazing books that the amazing authors have uh, written. I'm reading Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. It's it's amazing and to, because I go back in time. You go back in time, and their vocabulary was so vast because they had time to really communicate and narrate and explain things while here in the world we live today everything's instant about yes. the results instant gratification this is really uh, it's um, an amazing book so i find the antithesis between reading fact over fiction really helpful as well yeah yeah that's a great distinction to make and yeah. i think the thing about reading novel i don't do it enough i definitely don't do it, do it enough but i think the thing about reading a novel is you can't be elsewhere with mm. a good novel you can't sort of be thinking exactly. about it business or you can't be playing on your phone you're in there and you you are it's true escapism yeah yeah, yeah. it is and it's amazing i mean frankenstein mary shelley oh my goodness i'm halfway through but it's like it's speaking about society at that moment time at that moment in time the prejudice that went on so it's, it's historic it's factual in many ways because fiction always pulls from from fact so i find it amazing uh, amazing story so far quite scary often yeah yeah i might <laughs> stick that one on the list <laughs> yeah Thank you. And then, so tell us about Fuse and what's going to be happening over the next six, nine, 12 months. What's on your desk at the moment and what's coming around the corner that you can share with us? Well, it's really, really exciting time. So we we spent a lot of time on, I touched on it before about knowledge intelligence. And this is about how can I, in my role, imagine me, I'm a large car manufacturer. How do I get information at points of need? We spent a lot of time working with a partner of ours called Pure Insight, which is a spin out for Ascension. It's a deep, search capability so we can effectively ask a question and get an answer from our platform very very similar to the way google set up so that a worker say on uh is helping build a car can get an instant answer on how do i put this panel in on this car i'm stuck here i don't know what to do rather than having to go into a manual it's actually synthesizing all that manual and giving you all the information appointed to me so that's the most that's one of the most exciting things we're doing plus we're working with a lot of clients just proving out the frequent engagement um with our platform and the way we 
the levers that we drive to drive engagement are really showing a return on investment. So a lot of our clients like Vodafone, Avon are showing that um, the engagement they have with our platform is driving better business performance, whether that's sales or revenue. Uh, they're, they're, they're key, 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 key uh, goals. So we're, lo- we're doing a load more case studies and working with our, our partner for driving search ads. So, yeah. Fantastic. Brilliant. And I, I guess the, the, the only way is up as well. That's only going to continue as the trends. Yeah, yeah I, I know. It's, a, it's amazing. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of consolidation in the market in terms of software providers. Mm-hmm. But for us, we, you know, we're the front door of learning. So for us, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really exciting time. Fantastic. Well, Luke, thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing your story. I'm, uh, no, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how views develops over the next few years. Yeah, thank you. It's lovely to be asked. So thanks, Amy.